I think I was like 13. Yeah. Um, I had just um, gotten into this like prestigious quote unquote acting program. And like, I don't know just how prestigious it was, but it was a lot of fun and I learned a ton. And I ended up making like a really good friend group. It was like a mix of guys, a mix of girls. Like I'm always the younger one in my grade because I didn't go to kindergarten. So they were like 14, 15 and I was like 13, but it was fine because like I was always with older kids. And one day for lunch, we went to Panera Bread because like that was just like our thing. We rolled deep with Panera Bread and I'm waiting for my Frontega chicken panini and my broccoli cheddar soup and my extra baguette. And I get to the table. All my friends are already there. And I like don't know how we got on this topic. We just like didn't take anything seriously ever. So we're like talking about like depression and like like cutters and stuff. And then like this girl, like our friend, like she like, I don't know how, I kind of blacked out, I guess. But I do remember her like sliding up her sleeves and her arms were covered in scars. And uh, she pulled out a razor and then she slit her wrists at the Panera Bread at 12... 20 p.m. on our lunch break so I mean what can really be done we like jumped on top of her with napkins and like all types of questions like I I, well and also young lady so like was like you just had the razor on you like was this was this predetermined is this like an urge that you get quite that often where like like what really had me on edge is that it was just on her. Like she just whipped out a naked razor from her pocket. Sweet Jesus of heaven above. And honestly, there were quite a few cutters in that class. So this time I was like 19 or had I just turned two? No, I was 19. I was definitely 19. So there was this young lady and she clearly struggled with issues, which I at the subtle age of 19 was not equipped to deal with. She, like, legit resented me for not, like, she, like, legit resented me for being the last one of our friend group to stay and stick things through with her, but whatever. So her life was on fire, and she was determined to fry me, too, and she took out her struggles on her body, and the problem is she didn't give a damn where we would be. That was really the issue. It would happen anywhere, and I understand. We're in college. We're a mess, but it's, like... Okay, but it's like my worst point in college was academic probation and a significantly detrimental academic disagreement with my immigrant parents. Not like not like having relations with a young man on my floor before I had had the chance to excuse myself because I was deep in an episode of Friends. I mean, they eventually excused themselves to the bathroom, but honestly... I'm not shit. So we went to the door to listen and me and my friends definitely like, you know what I'm saying? We got, we got what we believe to be confirmed proof that, you know, so we pile into someone's Jeep to go to fricking Taco Bell. Like a fresh cheesy gordita crunch is like the secret to mental health. And we decompressed and we go home. Like, I think I'm good to go. Like I've gotten my calories. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like I've decided that I'm going to sleep somewhere else. Like it's fine. So, When I got back, she was what I believed to be asleep. So I just grabbed my clothes to sleep at my friend's house and I thought it was all gravy. And the very moment that I had gotten to my friend's house and I already put my hair in my black girl braids, you know what I mean? My scarf was on and I was in my soft shorts. 
probably three seconds from sleep. For whatever reason, I looked over at my egregiously overpriced phone at the time, and I see a text flash, and I see that it's her saying, I cut bad. Now, like I just said, this was already a habit for her. So, like, for her to, like, tell me it was bad, I knew it was really bad. So my friend was like, I'll come with you. She brings her huge ass first aid kit that like, where did you even pull that from? And it's like me and like our one other friend who probably just feels bad for me at this point. And I walk into my room and I see her on the floor. I see blood on her dress. I see my shaving razor torn apart with a blade missing. And I see my wet and bloody towels. I see blood smeared on my dresser and smeared on my floor. Cool. So we head to the bathroom and you know what? My mom is a real one because I insisted that I did not need a first aid kit in college, but LOL, okay, as usual, Valiola, you were wrong. I asked her to pull up her dress so she could like show me her upper thighs because that's where like she usually did that and like not to be graphic or anything, but I spent a few summers in some surgical internships, like watching surgery and the sight of what she had done to herself sent a literal chill down my neck. Like I was struggling. So I obviously had the worst possible reaction ever and yelled, God, forgive me. Oh my fucking God. And she starts crying. Okay. Well, young lady, don't I get to cry? Like, does my pain never matter? No, it doesn't. So my friend brings out her industrial first aid kit and I'm trying to patch her up and I'm like disinfecting these deep wounds with like hydrochloric whatever, whatever. I'm an artist. Leave me alone. And she starts screaming. So I'm screaming and my friend is just sitting there watching us scream. So you have to wonder what kind of climate her early childhood years presented her. Whatever. So she starts blaming me for calling the police on her the weekend prior. I promise this is my life. When she had gotten hospitalized. Okay, yes, so what I'm saying is that six days prior to all this, she was Baker acted and taken to the loony bin. Her words, not mine. So that, so okay. We're going to rewind that night that she was blaming me for at like 3 a.m. She needed to talk to a therapist, but she didn't have access to like our school counselors or whatever because she had just gotten expelled. So I let her use my account. I like give her my phone. I'm barely awake at this point because she had just like showed up at my door. And um, after like 40 minutes, the therapist was like, I want to talk to your friend. So I got on the phone and she was like, I cannot get off this phone without letting you know that unless you're going to stay with her tonight, I have to call the police. And I was like, huh? Like what? Like, like this has never, like nothing like this has ever happened to me. So I was like, I mean, she's already at my house. So like, obviously she can stay. You know what I mean? Like I'm already up. She just woke me up. We're good. But obviously she clearly had zero confidence in my answer because like 7.48 minutes later, after we hung up, two cops show up at the door and they're like, oh, can we talk to her alone? And at this age that I'm at now, I would have been like, uh, this is my house. But you know what? I was 19 and this was right after Eric Gartner. So I was like, you guys can get whatever you want. Bye. And I don't really know what was said, but they took her away. They definitely, yeah, they took her right out the door. And like three days later, I get a call saying that she needs to be released to a family member. And I guess her mom and dad had like turned that option down which I don't even know what's the thing, but whatever. So I posed as her cousin by marriage because I am 5'2 and clearly black and she was 5'10 without heels and a ginger. So that was the only logical thing that made sense. And I had to go snag her from the mental hospital. 
Okay, so returning back to the original story, back to us, back to us all bloodied up in this bathroom. That was my role in that whole debacle. Like that, everything you just heard. And she right now is accusing me of being the one to call the cops on her. Girl, I wish I had called the cops on you. Okay, whatever. So I'm trying to help. And she's like mad at me, like, like upset with me. Like, this is not my first rodeo. And like, mind you, like she's trashed. Like she's like drunk as hell. And I probably should have mentioned that earlier, but like that doesn't make this any better because she was drunk every day. So this was stuff that would happen every day. And she's like patching herself up. And honestly, it's a little scary how quickly and like how efficiently she was patching herself up because she was like definitely blacked out. And honestly, I was blacked out too, but I wasn't even drinking that day. So I know we went to her house to drop her off and she obviously drove to our campus. So one of us had to drive her car and then I had to drive my car because I drive stick. So that's a mess. So we, what did we do? We waited for her to shower and like change and like fall actually asleep. And okay, in retrospect, yes, somebody should have stayed, but she had seemed like she was out and I was honestly still in a state of shock. And honestly, I had been dealing with stuff like that all year, all year. This was like spring break, so imagine. So we get back to my room and there's blood everywhere and my sheets are soaked since that's, you know, they had their steamy shower moment. So my friend let me stay over at his place and I spent around $500 that next day. She was pretty upset because I asked her for one single day off from her. No, <clears throat> no, this is how I know I really am just drowning in some strangeness in my life. Okay, this one friend that I had for literally 14 years, she um, had been frequenting the mental hospital since we were like 17. I'm 25 now, just to put that in perspective. So the very, very first time <clears throat> that she ended up there was a while ago. It was... My first day home from college, freshman year for summer break. My first day, first day. I woke up, I'm peeing, I look at my phone and I have a text and it's like 8 a.m. So who could be texting me in this ungodly hour? And it's her ex slash friend, like friends, but like that's her ex. And he's like, yeah, FYI, like she's in the hospital and I figured that I should call you because I don't think that Let's call her Kay, her girlfriend. I don't think that Kay will, so I did. What? Huh? Like, what? Okay, what? Whatever. Okay, so I get cute and I grab a latte and I'm out by 8.43 a.m. I remember because I saw it on the stove in my kitchen as I was walking out the door to my car. 8.43, I remember. And 30 minutes later, I'm at the main hospital in our hometown. She's not there. Okay, so I go to the next hospital in our hometown. Okay, she's not there, bro. It's hot. I finished my latte. I'm a young black woman on the edge. So I start crying. And for some reason, I went back to the original hospital. My parents are doctors. I've worked for several doctors. I'm sure I could have asked for help sooner, but I'm hard-headed. So I didn't. So I went to the desk and I said, where is Psych? Because I'm visiting this person and used her last name. And like, she looked around like it was a drug deal. It was so strange. And she like took me to the Psych section. And oh yeah, um, I called her ex to come with me because when he had texted me earlier, like when I had gotten a story from him, he said this all started out from all of them like hanging out. So like 
I don't know, it just felt logical to call him. And we get there and they stripped us of everything. I had these cute dangly earrings, my bracelet, my phone, perfume, gum, like everything. So at that point, I just told her to take my bag. And we walk in and I see her and her girl, Kay, is sitting there like... Okay, so her whack ass. So the ex and her aren't speaking at all. Like we're all sitting at this table. Like she just like waves at him. And my naturally anxious self, I'm like wrapped around her. Like we just like hugged and didn't say anything. And I was like, this is fine. Like when words fail us, gestures always prevail. And honestly, do you know my first time playing Yahtzee? I was in a mental ward, unarmed, without earrings, not even a phone, listening to all of these other People in the mental ward go off about God knows only what. Like, did God just decide early on that I don't deserve peace? Okay, so I actually, I completely missed this. Don't know how, but Kay had texted me earlier that this was the weekend that she was going to propose. Actually, was gay marriage legal? In Gay marriage was definitely legal in 2013. Okay, so I had texted back. I was like, this is probably... Not the most opportune day that one would want to look back on. But, you know, what do I know? Apparently, as we're at the mental hospital, she flashes me this teeny puppy seed of an engagement ring underneath the table. And like, okay, whatever. True love isn't greedy or whatever. But she's clearly going through a lot right now. So don't you feel like she, like, the ring should be bigger? Like... We were in there for what felt like forever, but it was only about three hours. And the only reason I left is because I have black Caribbean immigrant parents. That means they were the type to be like, you already left the house this week. I don't understand what you're doing trying to leave the house again. Literally. So I was already pushing it. And like, you know what I mean? I just like yelling is just always a theme of the disciplinary actions taken against me. So like we just try to avoid it as much as possible, you know? And she finally gets released to her mom. And honestly, I would have felt better about that, except her mom struggles with drug addiction. And her mom deals with very shady men. Like, I remember one time she and I went to get burritos. This girl, not her mom. And on the way, she asked to stop at the police station to turn her mom in. And honestly, I didn't really think she'd do it. But either way, I didn't park close to the station. And I stayed in that car. And she definitely turned her in. So that tells you what their relationship is like. So that should tell you why I was worried. But anyway, her fiance proposed that weekend. They didn't get married though. We don't talk anymore, but I am glad she's not dead. And I'm also very thankful to have the mentality on mental health that I do. Please reach out.